Hello, and welcome to episode number 143 of the Book Wars pod. Do it. All right, that was a little anticlimactic. That's, <laughs> that's fine. At least I remembered this time. It was, it was a great effort. It, it, by everyone involved, really. I'm Chris. I'm here, as always, with Miranda, Rana, and Kristen. And we're here to finish reading, not finish talking about, but finish reading The Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view. Are we going gonna... like, to two years are we gonna do like popcorn reading please no <laughs> just, i'm just not acknowledging burb <laughs> well you said we're reading on the podcast so like i don't know how else you want to make it inclusive of everyone even though popcorn reading is a terrorist campaign against children <laughs> well and then that you is have true. to like calculate you. which section is going to be yours and like read it in your head five times so no one thinks you're illiterate just me okay yeah no 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 absolutely for some reason until i was like an adult i couldn't read the word misled (laughs) like it just didn't process in my brain that it was misled (laughs) what was was it what the in your brain my sword (laughs) i was like this isn't a word but i don't i just remember always looking ahead and like trying to see if that word was gonna be in there it's like how i thought that it was subtle until like the end of high school <laughs> which is funny because i knew what the word subtle meant i just didn't put together that that was how it was spelled or when you thought it was macabre <laughs> macabre yeah <laughs> absolutely absolutely it's okay it's as a deal. kid i thought an island was different than an island so. oh, yes. just shout out to just all dumb. the kiddos when you're saying words out loud that you don't know how to say them because the English language is stupid because that just means you've only ever read them. Do you think people who speak French struggle with that, with how many letters are silent, or do they just get that shit? I don't know. I I think people who speak, like, pretty much any other language struggle with that, honestly. That's part of why English is so fucking weird. I just think of all those, like, silent letters. I feel disturbed. It's only vowels. And some, like, noises. (laughs) Um, I didn't actually hear what Brianna, uh, Brianna, I saw Burb (laughs) and then Miranda in my head and I'm dying. I'm losing my goddamn mind tonight. Um, I didn't actually hear what Miranda said, but I'm just going to assume that it was on topic and smart and we're going to move on. Oh, no, I was just awkwardly not making a transition. Cool, 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 cool. (laughs) I mean, we're on episode 143. Why start now? Exactly. Um, Let's start drinking. Clearly, I need to drink more to become more coherent. Uh, what is everyone drinking? Let's start with Kristen for a change. Hi. Um, I'm drinking a Fizz and Co. Seltzer with a hint of root beer flavor. <laughs> Yum. From our friends at Kroger slash Fred Meyer in the Portland area. Yay. Oh, that looks good. It's not exciting at all. I had wine that I was going to, that was open. And then like the thought of drinking red wine was like making me physically ill. And I was like, you know what? That's probably, probably should just not do that. <laughs> if, it, if just the thought of it is making me feel ill, probably fine. I, I, there was soccer yesterday. So 
Mm. Yeah. Yep. Z -z -z. Oh, Speaking and of the, feeling physically ill. And, and the, yeah, though that national team game was this morning, wasn't it? Sure, sure was. was. Okay, yeah, I was up for that too. So. Oh, I set an alarm for that, and then I got I woke up at like nine thirty because I went to bed at eight. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not waking up for this. I'm not doing this. It was a good decision for you. It not was. To do it, it was a good it was, decision. It was a I bad do not game. regret it. I mean, good for Canada. It was actually, I'll, I'll just gush for one second. I woke Quinn up when I was on my way to bed, and I just was like, "Hey, Canada won!" And he said, "Against the U.S." <laughs> I said, "Yeah," and he goes, "Really?" It's <laughs> like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Oh." <laughs> It was just really sweet and like very, very genuine. <laughs> I like, forgot he was Canadian yeah. for a second, and yes, I was like, "What? What is the story?" And then it made yes. sense. Yes, the story is that he was not expecting that to be the outcome, nor is he ever expecting that to be the outcome in any sport other than hockey. <laughs> anyway, that's your, Chris is drinking whiskey of some kind or tequila of some kind. Uh, right. wrong on Something both. Brown. I'm drinking oh. rum. Excuse the fuck out of you. Oh, sorry. Just excuse the fuck out of me. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm drinking some really good uh, Venezuelan rum uh, from Santa Teresa. Is the distillery? I guess yeah, distillery. I never know what rum producers call themselves in the biz. The um, production facility. Production facility. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's good. I'm I'm a little concerned. I don't have enough because I really just am drinking it because I wanted to kill the bottle. Um, but here we are, so we're just we're just rolling with it. It's very tasty. Cool. I killed two bottles with my drink that I started drinking before it was even time. Like I made it like right before it was time to hop on and record and all of that. But there also wasn't a lot, so I'm almost done with it. And then I just have my water. But I made a little whiskey sour with lime. Love that for you. Rana, how about oh, you? Nice. Are you drinking? Uh, yes, of course I'm drinking. It's, <laughs> it's life. Um, wow, that sounded sad. I don't have a problem, I promise, I think. Um, but I'm drinking a grapefruit style, or German style grapefruit lager. It's a Rattler by, Pr I don't know how to say this, Prost? Prost? Um, it has a cute little mountain goat on it. This is, it says, yeah, let me see. What does it say? I don't know. I got it at the liquor store in a mixed six pack and I've packed up all of my hard alcohol and wine. So whatever's in the fridge is what I got. But it's good. It's very summery and it's light and it's delicious. Love that for you. I don't know where this brewery is or anything at all about it, but. Does it not say on the can? It. it probably does. I just don't see it. It's only 4%. I know it's from Colorado. Oh, Fort Collins. Okay. Yep, yep. There you go. It's probably not a good indication of how well I'll be able to stay on topic today. <laughs> Very fair. I Sorry, Ronna, you remind me great. that I need to buy uh, both beer glasses and replacement wine glasses because we've broken a couple. And so I was just marking that down. Nice. Yeah, I am a believer of keeping a very cheap IKEA beer glass in the freezer at all times. Nice. It works. It's a great idea. I was the beneficiary of this. Mm -hmm. Several, several, you know, fortnights ago. I thought you were going to say years ago. I was like, I didn't know you several years ago, but. Yeah, that's no, fine. that's, that would, that would be weird. It feels like years have gone by, but. It, I mean, it is, it is 2021. It does feel like years have gone by. 
That's actually a lie. It feels like the past like three, four months have just like flown by. It's very, yeah. very weird. Yeah. But also I'm ready for it to be cold. Yes. I'm not ready for it to be cold, but I am ready for it to be like fall. I can't wait to walk Argos in like the like 30 degree 6 a.m. temperature and put on a sweatshirt and be like, oh, this it's is great. Dream. I'm kind of cold. Yeah. Just like a little bit chilly. But mm-hmm. like you're, you're walking, so you're going to sweat. Oh, no, I don't want to sweat. I mean, I will. I well, sweat no, but time. like you're, you're going to get a little here, warm. But, yeah. But not too hot because mm-hmm. it's I just not I like to be outside. cold. Like I don't mind being hot, but I have a dog and he needs to be hyper. He's laying on the floor. Uh, because it's too hot in this apartment, so he's laying on the vinyl floor. There you go. Very dramatically. As one does. <laughs> um, all right, before we dive in, uh, as has been the case for the past several... Ep- I was going to say several weeks. That's not the case. The past several, several episodes. Several years. Um, our book, or our book, our organization that we're supporting for this book, I really can't talk today. Uh, is Islamic Relief USA at irusa.org. Um, if you are able, please give to them. They are uh, putting together and funding uh, food and housing and other relief efforts for Palestinians uh, affected by state violence in Israel. Um, shall we dive in? I was going to make like a, a sound of a dive going in, but then I realized I couldn't do that. A sound of a what? A dive, like like the sound of somebody diving. But then I realized that other than like a light splash, which you don't even really want, in like actual diving, so it was more of a concept. And yeah, you like see what, now what why sound I didn't. Can you tell it's the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> no, that the thing is, I couldn't come up with the sound, so I couldn't say mm. the sound. Mm-hmm. Maybe like the boing of like the diving board when they like, do their little double jump. Maybe, but how do I just eat a, a concept sh- into sound? Now I'm just imagining Burb just like out of nowhere, just going boing. (laughs) (laughs) It's a dive. Duh. Oh my God. Uh, Good start. (laughs) Quality start. All right. Let's, let's talk. 10 minutes in. Honestly, not even close to a record for us. Like, let's be real. It's pretty impressive. Uh, Let's talk about our girl L3. Oh, there were so many L3 Who we miss dearly. L3. She's so good. So good. Such a waste of Phoebe Waller-Bridge to have her only be in, like, half of one movie. Whatever, it was a voice. She can come back and be a, you know, live-action character. Or voice a different character. Or she can just be... D. Bradley Baker does it all the time. Or we could get more L3 content. Or we just have the Falcon talk all the time. Listen, (laughs) the L3 assault team exists. It is canon... We know this. Where are they? Did your they should heart... show up? Yeah, they should show up in Mandalorian. That'd be so good. Did your heart fucking break when one of the other droids was like, "L three taught me how to be a sentient being and how to have feelings." Yeah, L three's been working hard on those on those droids was, over the past a lot. ten odd years. It does also seem like it would be torture to be like to have that much personality and then be uploaded and stuck where you are with anyone else involved. Like all, the, you know what I mean. You don't get a choice of who you interact with. Sounds like hell. Yeah, uh, L three. Yeah, I really loved about. I mean, obviously, just aside from her being a viewpoint here, which I thought was just a really, really creative way 
to bring her into uh, into Fakpov. Um, I really loved kind of like how she viewed her situation. Like I felt like she had a ton of agency in it and like, all right, this is the situation I'm in and I'm going to like make it my own and like we are going to be the collective and I am going to like teach these fucking droids how to feel but also like not at no point being okay with it. Like I felt like that was a line that was um, walked really well. Yeah, like she, you know, she made a point to do all those things because that's, I mean, we see that's what she does. Like she tried to liberate all of the fucking droids on Kessel. Um, and, you know, it's, I, I think it's just a really good um, characterization of her here. You know, and because she's obviously not okay with just being a brain in a ship. Or, you know, a third of a brain in a ship. But, like, she's still going to fucking do something with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty heartbreaking. Poor L3. I know I've already said that, like, seven times, but I guess I just keep thinking it. It's good saying an eighth time if you want to know how I really feel. But it always, it always bears repeating what happened to L3. As someone who actually enjoys Solo... um which is not everyone. Um, but that is, I get mad every time she gets fridged. It's very annoying. Um, it might yeah. be time for a rewatch. Yeah. For me, not for you. Not judging you. I mean, I'll say, watch it I all the time. I like, I, it. like I said, I actually enjoy that movie um, for, for what it is. It's, it's, it's very much it's a fun. set expectations going in movie yeah, for me. But exactly. Yeah, but it's, it's like it's Attack fun. of the Clones. You know what you're getting. We love Attack of the Clones. I, I know that was that was a dig that was a dig Miranda. For those who don't know, Attack of the Clones is Miranda's favorite Star Wars. It's it's not, but it's it's. How up could you? There. Ever, how could anyone ever hear it's that and then forget? Top three for sure. I'll tell you what, it is top eight in the Skywalker saga for me. No question. <laughs> you know what? It was better than no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Still made more sense than Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, and there was a shitty CGI pair. Oh, I hate that scene. Makes me so <laughs> uncomfortable that it automatically makes it worse than Rise of Skywalker for me. Oof. But I still uh, think just, Phantom Menace is worse. So just that movie, that that movie. I'm very interested to see how Queen's Hope handles Anadala. Yes. But we've already we talked about that when we read Queen's Peril, whatever one. Um, back to Faith in an Old Friend. Um, I also, and this is kind of a theme for me across the last section and this section. I really enjoyed looking at Lando through other people's eyes that aren't like the main, that aren't the trio or the, 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 the people who go to cloud city and who aren't Lando and who aren't, well, and who aren't, well, yeah, (laughs) obviously we know how Lando feels about himself. That's not in question. Um, but yeah, no, you go. Oh, and I was just about saying it's interesting too, like seeing the view of Lando specifically from L3 because like they have a real history together you know they're they're like their own found little family and then she got yoinked yeah and i feel like for me my thing with lando has always uh, been i feel like a lot of star wars fans particularly older star wars fans who like were into the eu because he he became this very like heroic fourth equal member of the trio in the eu and that has always been to me just not the way i read him like elando is his own person and obviously like 
Luke is a fucking cherub, and Leia is in it all for the people, and Han is just Han all his own. But Lando's, like, always in it for his own reasons. And, like, sometimes it's for the... As we're going to see in... in uh, When we talk about the man who built Cloud City, um, like, sometimes it's for other people, but a lot of times it's for himself, and not in a, like shitty self-centered way necessarily but just in a this is the galaxy we live in and i am going to look out for me because no one else will and that's always what i've kind of found really interesting about lando and i feel like this look at his relationship with l3 hit that really well yeah that's a good point i don't know it was just really sad when l3 was like no I'm, i'm like not doing this for any reasons but like i need to see the outside cameras um Oh, look, he's in the ship. Can I look at those cameras now? And I like that he acknowledged her seat. Yeah. It made me sad. Yeah, he did the salute and my heart cracked a little bit. Just a couple little pieces fell off. That's how hearts work. <laughs> I wonder, assuming we get the Lando miniseries on Disney+, Plus, which I never assume because it's Star Wars. Yeah, either it happens or it doesn't. Yeah, we're going to find out a week <laughs> before it comes out work. that it's a thing. <laughs> That's true, Miranda. That's how all things are. I just meant in terms of, like, you don't get a lot of, you know, spoilers or warning ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. Occasionally, yeah, like, like with Kenobi, we've known for a long time. But for the most part, it's... Yeah, but then it, like, went underground for a couple of years. And then I love the pictures of them Kenobi. wearing, like, hair salon cloaks over their costumes as if we don't know what they wear. Like... <laughs> Like, yeah, it's like, fine. It's like when Jedi roll up places, like, in their stupid little Jedi uniform, but they, like, put their hoods up. Yeah. Like, in the beginning Who of Phantom Menace. People? They're like, oh, yeah. we're not Jedi Knights. My so favorite was, there was, a, you are. there was the, um, uh, one of those, like, outside the set pictures of, oh, I can't remember her name, but the, the woman from Game of Thrones, Indira Varma, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like wearing one of those like trash bags over her, but also wearing an imperial officer's hat. And I'm like, you gotta take oh, the what? hat off. I didn't see that picture. <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> I saw the one of you and McGregor like clearly in like the brown Obi Wan outfit, but then with the thing over it, like we we haven't seen you know almost forty years of content. Like we know. Yeah, it's it's just fantastic. Um, what was I saying? Oh, the Lando show. If we do get the Lando show. Um, Sorry. No, no, no. You're good. It was uh, important. <laughs> it was important. I will just... I hope that there's room for L3 somewhere in there or about discussions about L3 because, I mean, obviously, if they're doing a Lando series, I don't know how you would do it either without Donald Glover or without Billy D. Williams. Like, I feel like it has to be some sort of dual plot flashback, flash forward situation because, like, just they're both so iconic in the role that if you left one of them out, everybody would be like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. But they better hurry, because Billy D ain't getting any younger. Um, but but I, I like watching his workout videos on Instagram. He does like his little boxing routine. He goes stuff. hard. Like, yes, I love it. Go, go, Billy D. Williams. Let's go. Makes me very happy. Sometimes he's a crossword clue. Is he? Oh. That's honestly unsurprising. Billy, Billy Blank Williams. Yeah. I used to... Um... Sorry, no, go you ahead, go. I, I had nothing. Um, when I lived in Brooklyn off of the train stop, I'd walk by a bodega and it still had like the neon Billy D. Williams Colt 45 ad on it. 
Um, and I used to be so happy when I, I don't remember it said like, poor, I don't know, something, grab a cold one or something like that. And it showed him like holding it. And I always used to just look at it and be like, yeah, I'm glad Billy D. Williams is still alive. Probably shouldn't say that. I wish I hadn't said that, but you know. It's all right. We're, we're sitting at desks. So we can knock on wood. Um, but yeah, I hope that there's room for L3 somewhere in that story. Cause like, well, you know, whether it's further flashbacks to Lando and L3 back when she was alive or like Lando and Han reconnecting on the Falcon and him like having some sort of reminiscence or like quasi conversation with her inside the Falcon. Like I, she is a extremely underexplored character, even, you know, through all the fantastic content we got from her in last shot by DJ older. Um, I just, I just want more L3 content. She's such a good character. And I know this is maybe like a, a kind of a niche like opinion. I'm sure it's not here, but maybe, you know, in the greater Star World Star Wars world, I like I I doubt that they're gonna put her in it. Oh, I think you're right. Like I don't think they're gonna do it, which is a huge disservice not only to her but to Lando's character. Like Lando is notoriously a guy without, um, what's the word? I don't want to say like anything tying him down because that doesn't make sense. But he attachments. Thank you. He's notoriously a guy without attachments, and here we are. You know, a decade after L three dies, quote unquote, or becomes part of the Falcon instead of like, you know, a sentient walking droid. Um, he's still like giving her the little salute in the cockpit like she's still very important to him and i'm gonna be so mad when they don't do it yeah i'm gonna be mad when we get through that whole miniseries with no mention of kasha either also that gonna be very mad about that i like how we're mad about content that hasn't happened yet true listen this is star Wars. i was gonna say it's not star wars (laughs) if we're not complaining about something that like has not even been conceived yet That's how we get Last Jedi trending on Twitter, like clockwork, every three to four months. I don't even click on it anymore. I don't don't even... I never even see it. I just, like, see, like, responses to, like, about responses. And they're like, oh, it's trending again. Here's all the reasons it was a really good movie. And I'm like... Okay. It's the best one. Like... I'm always just, like... It's the second best one. I'm always just like we could avoid it trending if we didn't quote tweet people with ten followers, but that's you yeah. Know, I think people do it now just like to get attention. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Why do you think they've ever done it? Yeah, but sometimes I feel like sometimes people do it because they believe their own bullshit. But I feel like lately, when it's popular, it's because people like know that they're going to get that reaction, even if they don't have strong feelings about it. It's true. Yeah. There was Last Jedi trending yesterday. When I logged onto Twitter this morning, Al Franken was trending. I was just like, what fresh hell have I walked into in the oh past three days? Is it 2010 again? Like, what is this? I hate everything about I guess what's Last happening. Jedi was not 2010, but whatever. I mean, it's all, it's all the worst. Seven, 17? Yeah, 17. I, so. I saw yeah. that with Josh. Got it. There you go. Um, But yeah, so I just, I just loved that the view that it gave us of like, L3 not even being, like, surprised that, like, he, like, after all this time that he gambled her away, but just being, like, you fucking moron. Like, there was a sense of, like, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed, but also of, like, 
this was the only the only way our relationship was ever going to end. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, inevitable, but heartbreaking. It is. Sorry, now I'm just picturing like Donald Glover as Lando dancing to uh, Heartbreaker by Marina what? and the Diamonds. What? <laughs> Several mental leaps were made. I guess, like, I feel like he would probably have a great dance outfit, like, to go out. I'm just picturing a cape. Very 70s. Yeah, cape, Only like, a bell cape. bottoms. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that escalated quickly. That was my cape dance, which is great for this audio medium. Mm-hmm. No, it was it was it was a treat for all of us, truly. <laughs> um any other thoughts on Faith in an Old Friend by Brittany Ann Williams? I'm good. Um Alright, so what story are we talking about now? Because basically we have notes for this one. And then now there is one for the witness, so we can talk about that. Sorry, then... I just added a bunch of like non important like shit posts No no no, you're good. Days. You did better than I did. Well, I didn't even get back to my apartment until like two minutes after we were supposed to record. So Yeah, and you yeah, still put in more notes than Miranda, who I logged hey. in and literally the only things were put under the backup backup plan and right hand man respectively were gay and also gay. <laughs> I don't make the rules, man. It's you know, Burb, also, you're consistent. We can always say that for you. Also, the witness was kind of gay as well. I just got really gay vibes from that story. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the witness then by Adam Christopher. So I got really gay vibes from that story. No way. <laughs> oh, my God. He admitted. <laughs> Not me projecting onto a fictional character. We all do it. But she did. She did give off some gay vibes. So. I just loved the mental image of her, like, in the background of the fight. Like, now I want to go back and watch it just in case. Like, there's so many times where she's like, oops, I fell into this air duct while they're fighting. And I'm picturing some, like, you know, and I mean, I think Forrest Gump is a terrible movie, but you know, he's like edited into all the scenes. I want someone to edit her, like, crawling in her, like, black jumpsuit on the floor, like, rolling away from them. I think it would be so funny. Just like jumping yeah. from like the side, and it's just like a little black. <laughs> just like dot in the background, down. you're like <laughs> watching the lightsabers, and in the background, she like scutters by. <laughs> I just like I know loved... that's not what I should take it away, but no, I mean I think that is what you should take away. I loved like the like the third time where she's like somehow I got turned around and ended up back where I started <laughs> in a straight hallway. <laughs> you know why? Yeah. Uh, Oh, she don't do things straight. I so what I will say as an actual point about the story, I like really appreciated that I didn't know where it was going. Yeah, it's like, oh, what's she doing? It's like, oh, this is like our look at the the lightsaber fight. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And I, I liked that not being from, you know, the, the perspective of Vader or Luke. Because, like, obviously those are the only two folks you would assume would be providing that. Because there's no one else there. Except apparently this girl was. Was this... This is going to be really embarrassing for me. Um, which one was she? Was she the stormtrooper? Or was that... Mm-hmm. 
Okay. She was the stormtrooper. She was the one that, yeah, yeah that like okay, decided great. to defect, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Cloud City cool. went to shit. Just, just making sure I'm not making shit up about a different character. Indeed. I also love like my favorite like brand of Star Wars character is the character who has no idea and does not care that they're in Star Wars and just like sees <laughs> all these famous people and is just like, "Come on, man, you're in my way." <laughs> She's just trying to, like, find a way off of fucking Bespin. And Darth fucking Vader shows up. And I, I do love the part, too, where, like, you know, the the thing came apart or whatever. And, like, so all the air is rushing. And, like, she's trying to climb around the vents. And she's like, no, I am your... And then she just misses yeah. the next word. <laughs> I almost wondered, I was like, I know that based on Bloodline, it can't be that we, she, unless she dies immediately after, she kept a really good secret, like, it can't be that she hears what he said, but also, like, what else could she have thought that he said? Obviously, she didn't think father, but what, imagine the Mad Libs that she must have been going through in her head, like, I am your supervisor, like, what word <laughs> is she so interested in? Well, you know, he was I trying to recruit to the dark side. Right, like what other HR word manager. would you be would be shocking in that sentence? I don't know, but I feel like even if she did hear "No, I am your father," she'd be like, "Well, that's fucking weird. How do I get off of this planet?" I agree. I feel like she wouldn't have. I feel like it would have been like too out there to be for her to comprehend it. Yeah, like I feel like it'd be like, "Why would he say that? That's a weird mind game to play." Like, well, maybe that's why he's angry all the time. Who's to say? Couldn't be. Couldn't be that. No, he's not Luke's father. It's true. <laughs> I always, like, love when, like, people who, like, saw these back in the day being, like, we had to wait, like, three years to find out if that was actually true. Whereas, like, now we <laughs> all just take it for granted. Like, yeah, he he said it. And then we get to the part in, like, Return of the Jedi where Yoda confirms it. And we're all just like, yeah, we knew that. <laughs> Keep it moving, Yoda. Come on. Tell me something I don't know. Or just die. <laughs> yeah. The Yoda special. <laughs> die when Luke gets too annoying. I always love the memes. I'm not ever going to do justice to a meme because, you know, it's not how they work. But um, that are like, I never understood why Yoda just upped and died until I played with a kid who had to ask a million questions. Yep. They're just like, what? Why? 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 Yep. So real. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Shut up, Yeah, if Luke. someone said that to me more than once, I would also just die. Honestly, a miracle Uncle Owen made it as long as he did. <laughs> Maybe he lit himself on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. The stormtroopers didn't even go to the homestead. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Well, you know, a moisture farmer just has, you know, enough of a chance to be as accurate with a blaster as your run-of-the-mill stormtrooper, so there are blaster marks at the homestead. My, like, favorite thing about, this is like a wild tangent, my favorite thing about the tabletop game that I play, um, Star Wars Legion, which, like, you do you do a little pew-pew with, with the minifigures, um, is that the stormtroopers literally have like a keyword called precise on their um, like card that tells you what to do, and they roll just like the worst fucking dice in the game. 
It's like a one out of eight chance of hitting. It's very that funny. About right. It's very, it's very appropriate. It is very appropriate. Um, shall we talk about Alexander Freed, known feelings terrorist? Yeah. <laughs> Enthusiastic response from everyone. Sorry, I'm I'm saying yes, but I'm also booking my U-Haul for Saturday. Oh, that's very fair. Multitask. That's um, very but fair. But I am listening and I am ready to contribute to the conversation. Um, I just really love this one because I started out so fucking confused and like if it were anybody but Alexander Freed, I would have been like two pages into the story and been like what is this bullshit? But I like knew that it would come around somehow and then you just like Find out that it's just like literally this crazy houseless person who thinks that he is the king of Cloud City. But was uh, he really? What do you think? Oh, I definitely don't think so. Oh, I kind of like, I guess was, <laughs> at first I thought he was insane. But then like I thought oh, insane is maybe not the right word. But then I thought, well, what if this is all true? And it's like these people just came in and colonized everything. Shouldn't I maybe expect that given my personal life? But then. Yeah, I didn't know what to believe. But at first, I kept going back and forth. Like, definitely don't think it was the situation he thought it was. But I also was like, well, I don't want to totally write it off and be like, the people who wrote the history have to be right. It definitely took me a while to be like, oh, no, it's he's just like saying things in the town square. Because I'm not great at not taking things literally when I read. Um, so, yeah, I got there eventually. That's I like your angle on that, Rana. Like I I do think it's an interesting like what if he actually is the king of Cloud City? Yeah, I don't is. think he is now, but well, part of yes. me is like maybe or maybe like, he's just like an overzealous white dude who was always told that and now he believes it's like his birthright. I don't know, I'm really overthinking this one, but that's not new. I mean, there's nothing in the text that says you're wrong necessarily. This is true, <laughs> yeah. That's the beauty of it. It's open to interpretation. I just loved that everybody was nice to him, like, for the most part. Like, you know, obviously nobody was, like, super nice to him. But, like, Lando, like, invited him to dinner a few times and, like, sent guards to make sure that he didn't die when the city fell. And, like, I don't know. It just, and, like, there he had his friends who would, like, print money for him and humor him. Like, it, it, it had, like, a very, like, sweet aspect to it, I thought. I think part of that, for me, seemed, like, really kind of patronizing. Really? I thought it was like when you're nice to an older person, you know, like not that older people are crazy, but when you're like nice to someone who's not making a lot of sense and you're just like, okay, yeah, for sure. Let me help you out. You know? Oh, no. I I mean, I'm patronizing. (laughs) Probably. No, I was like, for some reason, I was like, okay, yeah, like, you know, I get keeping an eye on them. I, again, something I didn't really process until, you know, like the, the latter half of the story where the mercenary dude was like no lando likes you we're just doing this because he likes you like we need to go like the imperials are going to kill everybody yeah that to me was the moment where i was like oh it's not just patronizing like when lando like actually sent somebody to come get him and like actually yeah in the midst of everything that he's worked for falling apart being like yathros has no exit right now because he is broke but it is i mean there's clearly there's a lot of different reads on on king yathros the (laughs) first 
I did think the ending kind of threw me for a loop. Yeah. I was like, what? Okay. If anything, that made me less likely to believe the story. Because, like, wouldn't you have mentioned your prodigy, not prodigy, progeny after? I don't know. It's true. Just to say. I just liked that Miz was like, fuck it. I'm an assassin now. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. It's like the Imperials have taken over. We're all going to die here. Let's fucking go. (laughs) Might as well have some fun. I mean, what other options do you have, right? Like, Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Work a blaster, you know? That's all you really need. Do you think they got out or you think they're just done? Melted? I think they made it to the end of the war. I think they were part of the resistance until Cloud City was liberated. I didn't think that far through this. I just kind of assumed they went out right away. Sorry. Blaze of glory. It's possible. I mean, don't know. One maybe they rebuilt Cloud City. Sorry, I'm not talking to the Mike Geeks, but maybe they rebuilt <laughs> Cloud City. They built Cloud City. On rock and roll. On rock and roll. I thought you were going to put in something with the same amount of syllables real quick. No, the pun, e- the pun ended after round one. <laughs> okay. It's not like a Weird Al remix. Well, it's, it's a Star Wars remix because they're not building this city. They're building oh, Cloud no, City I, I heard, specifically. No, I no. got it. Thank you. That was, <laughs> I Would understood you like me to explain part. it some more? <laughs> Let me drink oh. my drink. Oh, or what's the, what's, the, what's the fucking the gas called? Tibana? Tibana. Because yeah. technically they yeah, it's built Cloud City just on like, Tibana. Yeah, that, that was the no. point I was making. I, yeah. I, I, I'm picking up what you're you putting down. It. Okay. Yay. I'm, I know things. Proud of you. I'm just kidding. Sorry, I'm being an asshole, but I'm try- I think it's funny until I think about it later and then I'll not be able to go to sleep. <laughs> it's should, like the more you know, but it just podcast. says anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Am I an asshole? Not am I the asshole, but am I an asshole? The answer is <laughs> just, yes. Am I a random asshole? <laughs> the longest yes. fucking Twitter subreddit or Reddit subreddit ever. <laughs> oh, um, sloppy steaks in my life. <laughs> sloppy steaks. Uh, man, you know that Cloud City has a Grafano's uh, yeah, no question. fucking franchise. And a Dan Flashes. And Cloud City absolutely <laughs> has a Dan Flashes. I just probably got a couple. Like, there's one in the main shopping drag that we see. There's probably, like, you know, some resort outside of Bespin. Outside of Cloud Maybe City. that store where the wannabe body hunter was, uh, not body hunter, bounty hunter, <laughs> mixed bodyguard and bounty hunter, and I was like, this doesn't sound right. Maybe that store where the wannabe bounty hunter was shopping before is like a Dan Flash's knockoff. Absolutely. I mean, you know Dan Flash's has been trying to get Lando as a spokesperson yeah. for oh a God. long Sending time. Sending him all the capes. But he, you know, he prefers a classic style. And we got yeah. respect Lando, that. Lando generally goes for like patternless capes. That's why they with... think he's cheap because the lines don't intersect. Yeah. Like the, the pattern isn't anything. complicated enough to be expensive. Exactly. Uh, speaking of Lando and his cheap, cheap wardrobe, um, I also like kind of continuing my point from when we were talking about faith in an old friend. I love the view of, I, I feel like these authors are getting Lando in like a really good way. Like, I feel like they are nailing him down a lot more 
than like fans usually do because like he is he has flaws you know he gambled away the falcon he is fairly self-destructive and like has always come out with a new scheme that's why he and han got along but also like without wanting to be the hero like he doesn't do it for like publicity and to be famous but he does genuinely have people that he cares about and it's not just you know the l3s of the world and the cautious of the world who he like has a personal stake in but it's also the people who he's responsible for and he like takes that responsibility very seriously which i like i love that dichotomy that we get of him and seeing both sides of of him and the atmosphere that he's created and the consequences that he has that he has wrought yeah i feel like if we just go off of movie canon, he seems like questionable and you're like, why would you, you know, want to rekindle this friendship and all these things. But, and he just kind of seems like you don't really get the sense that he has cloud city or Bespin's best interest in mind. But in these stories, it shows, it paints a much more like competent leader. And I never really thought he wasn't competent, but it's nice to see that like fleshed out a little bit, you know? I don't know. I will say about the movies is I think we do see a little bit of that. Um, not a ton, obviously, because Lando in a movie? Nah. <laughs> but, you know, he... So after he gives Han Solo up to Boba Fett and Darth Vader, he is like, this, so this was bad. And he goes and he's part of the fucking fix it, come fix it. Like... You know, he he does work with Leia, and he takes on that role, and he, you know, fucking flies around, and then the Rise of Skywalker, say what you will, and I will say a lot of things, but, like, he comes through, you know, at the end, he recruits all the, um, spaceships, um, and, and comes through where it matters, and, I mean, I think that's... This is an aside, maybe, but, like, that's where he and Han are similar, I think. And I think that's why they get along, even though they kind of don't and they pretend they don't. It's like they're both, you know, out for themselves in a lot of ways. But, like, you know, they do have some morals. Yeah. No, I agree. And I I think for me, the thing, like, when I watch Empire Strikes Back, like... You know, not necessarily when I was a kid, because I was a literal child. Um, but, like, when I watch it now, like, you look at what Lando does on on Cloud City and when he betrays Han and Leia. And you do kind of think, I mean, like, the Empire was already there. It's not like he called them. Like, they came to him yeah. and they said, these two people are coming. This is what you're going to do or we're going to blow the whole place up. Yeah. And he, he acted... You know, in favor of saving fucking Bespin. Yeah. And he actually did the less selfish decision, arguably, because, like, the easy decision would be to save his friend. And then just get the fuck out. Yeah. 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 There's no Interpol in space. (laughs) Sorry, say that one more time. Oh, I just said there's no Interpol in this part of space. There's definitely no Interpol. I would read that series, though. (laughs) I think that's almost like what we get with... Well, what I hope we get from, what's the newer Padme book that's coming out? Uh, Queen's Hope. Yeah. Isn't that what the Jedi are about. supposed to be? <laughs> I don't know. It's not Space secular Interpol. enough for me to understand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not if 
I mean, that's the whole thing about the Clone Wars, right? Like, are they supposed to be yeah. police or are they not? Well, no. Are, are they supposed to be, you know, a fighting force? Yeah. So, like, also that's, police, because like their their traditional role is, you know, helping out and the the galaxy, like solving, you know, helping out with local trade disputes. Indeed. Etc. Possibly involving the taxation of trade routes to the outer rim. Exactly. You know, That's tradition. Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that is that is that is the question, and it's interesting when we when we get to talking about the High Republic, like some of the the, the latest wave in the High Republic series has like started to get at that question of like, okay, in this you know period of time, the Jedi really haven't been seen as a military force because it's further back and they're you know at their height as like a you know do-gooders, but you know monastic do-gooders essentially and they are asked to take a more active role in galactic security and they're like i don't remember signing up for this like they're like there's they're they're having issues with it in a in a much more real way than than they did in you know attack of the clones and the prequels as a whole well that's because yoda was in charge by that point he might have been i haven't he read was in charge is yet. the problem god damn it i know I mean, does anything about Yoda's character make you think he'd be a great, like, leader of that many details? No. He, uh, Yoda has he to have suffered so ego. many head injuries over his 900 years. <laughs> he'd be a good mentor, but not a good boss. Like, you don't yes. want him in charge. Yeah. He's a, he's a great yes. resource. <clears throat> don't like that. I never like that. <laughs> I don't want that in the workplace, that's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> he's a great resource. And he's got a wealth of knowledge, but he should not be a supervisor. Yeah. Like, he's very good at his job, but his job should not be being responsible for other people. That's why Vader stepped up. <laughs> this is where the fun sorry. begins. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I keep doing <laughs> shit like this. Oh, yeah. That was quality. <laughs> Perfect geeks. Transition. I appreciated that. <laughs> All right. So looking at the last three stories... Uh, what do y'all want to say about them? Well, it's not one of the last three, but I do want to just point out that last time we were trying to explain Wilvero Hood, and then we immediately got a story about him. We did, yes. We did, yeah. We saw why he was carrying that fucking ice cream maker. And what it really was. <laughs> oh, that's the guy with the thing that I still haven't seen? Yeah. Yeah. What sure a is, descriptive Burb. sentence. Do you even Star Wars? No, I don't. The I watched the first the third of the Phantom Menace. I still haven't seen. <laughs> uh, the last three stories are gay. They're gayer than they're not. Like yeah. I, I kind of knew it was coming in the the backup backup plan because, like, obviously. But like, or I, I knew it was a situation. But when it's revealed, like, who her? It's like, wait, she's your contact, and you're like. They pretty explicitly hint that they are having a lot of sex at the end of the chapter. Oh, yeah, so. they do. It, it got Good real, for them. Real great. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really liked the character. What's her name? Tal? I don't remember. Tal, I think. Talcum. Um, <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was interesting to see, like, 
somebody who's like considered to you know be right up there uh under lando is like a person in cloud city and everyone's just really confused by her like you're not a a minor why are you on the ship and she's like i got a plan and she doesn't really but her girlfriend's smart enough to like take care of it for her after her plan has gone sideways three times and i really love that yeah because like she's the chaotic one and the girlfriend is the the not chaotic one because she's with the empire and they don't like chaos I did like that little note where the girlfriend was like, well, it's easy to succeed because I can't remember the name of her supervisor. Uh, but when she's like, well, he was so worried about like my facial emotional response that he didn't even look at what button I pressed. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Yep. Very believable. Also, they're not hiding this a fair well. <laughs> no, I love how, how even the supervisor was like, yeah, I know. I know you two are fucking. It's cool. Yeah, right? Also, I love how she's like, to be secret, she went to a different cabin on the fucking Star Destroyer. <laughs> yeah. It's good content. It is good content. It was cute. It was kind of, yeah, never mind. But it was cute. I loved it. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, my point about right-hand man being gay. Yeah, 2-1-B, was... the gay poet droid. There was something soft there. Oscar Wilde as droid. Yeah. And, you know, Luke was like, oh, you're a poet. And he was like, don't call me a poet. My friend's going to make fun of me. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. There there was something sweet there that I really liked. It felt very gay. I might be projecting again. I don't care. That would truly be a stunning turn of events. <laughs> I, hope I thought it was a nice story. It. I thought I was not going to enjoy it because for some reason, I don't know why, like, that scene always kind of annoyed me when I was a kid. Like, oh, you're flexing your robot tendons, and now we're going to look dramatically out into space. Um, but actually, it's like, it's not that funny. I don't know why you're laughing, but um, it was... Finish your point. <laughs> I, I wish people laughed at the things I said. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this chapter made me like a little bit more. Also, for some reason, that droid always annoyed me. I swear I like Empire. It's my favorite movie of the Star Wars movies, but it's like... That scene, for whatever reason, just irritates me. Um, and so I was like, all right, now I respect you. I'm Not just everyone, imagining just the droid whose name I've already forgotten. I'm just imagining child Rana just like watching Star Wars, getting through all the space battles and like the giant worm in the asteroid and getting to that last scene and being like, mm, doesn't pass the smell test for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me, honestly. Sounds like me now. I love it. It's fine. Oh, I know. It's like the time that we took my grandma to go see Men in Black, whatever the more, not the newest one, but the last one with Will Smith came out. Um, and she was like, I don't know. I kind of, the time travel seemed really unrealistic. And we were like, <laughs> it's Men in Black? Like, what part <laughs> of this is supposed to be realistic? But for some reason, that really, that did it in for her. But Rana, how do the bombs fall in space? Uh, maybe it's synthesized gravity for the nope, ships. couldn't be. Couldn't be it. Okay. Well, oh, this is the Lost Jedi thing. I was like, let's come up with more shit. Projectiles exist. We have explosions. Like, yeah. Never mind. I see what you're doing now. If you if you eat them into space, they'll keep going. Right? Something like that. I just spilled my beer all over myself. Just shit posting. Just, just being me. Just having it's fun okay. with I it. Tried to, I tried to wave to somebody at a bar last weekend. Um, 
before like she someone came you knew or just like real yeah 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 some it. like somebody we kind of knew i was like, very proud for a she came over to sit with us but i tried to wave with her with my waving hand which is the same as my drinking hand just spill beer all over yourself <laughs> waving hand drinking hand. <laughs> and i was taking a drink when i tried to do it oh no <laughs> Sorry, okay. I talk with my hands, so I'm constantly like throwing my drink around. Uh, Chris and Kate saw this a couple weeks ago, um, but back I would I don't think I ever want to go to a club again. But pre-COVID days when I used to go out like dancing with my friends, everyone would be like, "Oh my god, how drunk are you?" And I would be like, "I'm just talking really loudly, <laughs> like with my drink that's full." Yeah, <laughs> so not not the first time I've spilled my drink everywhere immediately. I got 54 minutes in without it, so. There you go. It's not bad. Good. It's pretty impressive, I will say. Almost 30 years of drinking out of cups and still can't fucking do it. You're going to get there one day. We believe in you. There's a lot of rounding there, but okay. I said almost. Round, it is. That's how you round. <laughs> drinking out of cups. She didn't say, like, drinking alcohol out of cups. Right. No, I know, but still, you know, takes a couple years to get the dexterity to... No, I'm pretty sure I remember having a right, fucking pediatrician verb. <laughs> I mean, my mom didn't believe in sippy cups after like age like one, maybe one point five. So when do you when do you learn how to drink with your hands? <laughs> well, I never drink out of my when hands. When you're fucking oh, zero, verb. <laughs> right. Like your parents your parents didn't like make you hold the cup to drink water at the table. Do you table think I whatever? remember anything from oh. before the age of like four? But if you, maybe if you like saw with your, with other relatives in the family or something, like it was always like, if I sat next to my uh, aunt when she was a kid, then I had to like help hold her cup. And then one day she could hold her cup. No, just my <laughs> central Massachusetts trash shit. That I feels do, like I something just, I would have done. I just look at the Instagram videos and stories. As of a child. Central Massachusetts? <laughs> of my... No, about my cousins. My cousins oh. got little kids, I but I don't, I don't see going. them making progress in their motor skills. Okay. That's not what's yeah. featured on the Oh, so, so you didn't have to, like, take care of the, the other little kids growing up when you yourself were a little kid? I was the second youngest, so. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Miranda's not makes sense that you were second youngest, but that makes sense why it wouldn't be applicable. Yeah, why is TikTok showing videos of little kids drinking TikTok? Why, why am I on TikTok? I don't open I don't TikTok know unless Instagram somebody sends me cousins, something. But this is really funny. <laughs> um, anyway, before we wrap up, Rana, are you the person who enjoyed The Will Strike Back by Tonging Tom and I don't know why I'm such a basic bitch. Oh, I thought it was fucking again. hilarious. Yeah, it was so funny. I was like, whoever wrote this was courageous. Like, can you imagine the conversation with Lucasfilms to be like, actually, I'm going to have the last chapter of this book just talking shit about the entire thing. Like, I'm going to eviscerate your whole premise now of do this that, film. But for the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. Can we do that for every Star Wars thing now? I want that. I thought it was really funny. And I don't know. I can't even remember because I read it so long ago. But there were just so many specific, like, drags. Was like yes. Oh yeah, at one point the the whoever off screen dragger is was like, Oh, we gonna have Spock and Captain Kirk show up or like Spock and Kirk and the narrator's like, I don't know who that fucking is. <laughs> just like, like all native people I love roasting and uh any chance to see talking shit in canon, I'm like, Yes, please. We love talking shit in canon. That's why we have the pod. 
Exactly. <laughs> we are canon. Everything that has ever been said on Book Wars Thought is canon. I thought you meant talking about canon things. No, we're I, we as far are as I'm definitely concerned, we're not canon. canon. We're canon. Yeah, we would have been sued by now. But, <laughs> and someone would also have to listen to us for that to happen. But. That's the beauty of it. It's the perfect crime. <laughs> All I right. Think the Star let's... Wars universe would be a lot less white, a lot less straight, a lot less a lot of things if uh, if everything we said was canon. So, in conclusion, Star Wars is gay. We're done. That's You're it, welcome. folks. You did it. That's it. That's the That's whole it. Star Wars. I'm tempted to not even go through the wrap up, but I will because Keeps <laughs> will be mad at me. Um, thank you all for listening to this episode of the Book Wars Pod. Next episode, we're going to be wrapping up all our thoughts on, from a certain point of view, The Empire Strikes Back. Whatever, whichever one of those comes first um, it's finally here months later and then next book we're going to be reading starting the new Thrawn trilogy the Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy by Timothy Zahn reading book one Chaos Rising it is time once again for Blue Boys Kristen many multiple Blue Boys in fact this this is a quick aside Chris but um, the the gal who did my tattoo and who's doing the tattoo I'm getting at the end of this month uh, has done some really great Thrawn fan art. Interesting. And I put it on her Instagram, so I'll send it to you. Interesting. I like it. So are you going to get that as a tattoo next? I'm not quite the uh, blue boy connoisseur that Kristen is, so. Keeks, it's tattoo time! <laughs> Absolutely. We'll make this happen at Celebration. Uh, in the meantime, hit us up on the Tashi Station Radio Patreon Slack, Twitter, Instagram, at BookWarsPod, or email us, BookWarsPod at gmail.com. And if you have the means, first and foremost, donate to Islamic Relief USA. And secondly, you can donate to us at the Tashi Station Radio Patreon, or give us coffee at ko-fi.com slash BookWarsPod, and we will keep the pet content coming we had some excellent pet content on our instagram of late with uh, orca and jasper in the same place at the same time it was lovely um so yeah you can you can go check that out uh our theme song is whiz bang by poddington bear our logo and artwork are by joby terror design and our audio and production are done as always by our very own Kristen mcdonald Thank you so much for listening. For Miranda, Rana, Kristen, and Kate, I'm Chris, and we'll talk to you next week. It's a trap! Sorry, Keeks. <laughs> for what? It, I know we were way off topic again. Not as bad um, as last time, but I don't care. questionable. <laughs> okay, but does this podcast have a topic is the question. Star Wars. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets past Just you, Bert.